welcome everyone to another exciting episode of Ready Set Roll, starring Brennan as Roland, better than, and Benjamin as the lovable Kinku. We also have Mossbeard, played by Daniel Wells, and I am your puppet master, Strahd von Zarovich. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another amazing episode of Curse of Strahd Barovia. Wait, I said that wrong. Ready, set, roll, Barovia. <laughs> wow. I've been lost in Barovia so long that I'm starting to lose my mind. All right, so I am your dungeon master, Craigathy, and today we have... um. Good old Daniel. I'm contractually, contractually obliged to be here. Can't even talk. And well, whenever he messes up, I beat him. So it's also in the contract. Benjamin. <laughs> Hi. And lastly, my good. Good buddy, Brennan. For some reason, I still show up. We all know why. So, last time on Barovia, does anybody want to give me a uh, a recap? Not it. My chair is especially squeaky today. Your chair volunteered you. Ah, shit. <laughs> Last time, we successfully conquered the Wizards of Wine. Winery. Um, skulking through every little bit from the cellar to the ground floor to the upper floor, defeating foes every which direction. Um, along with our compatriots, Esmeralda, who is currently securing our exit, we killed the main druid. We broke his staff. We killed the lesser druids because they were lesser. Um, and left everything as it was and came out. Is that it? Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Awesome. All right. I like it. So, um, let's see here. You all mm -hmm. get back to the top. You meet back up with Esmeralda. She says, hi. How are things? Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't, well, well, you see, we killed like 15 other druids in there. Real manly man stuff. Uh, roll me a deception. Ooh, that's actually pretty good, I think. Ah, yes, a 17. Well, I rolled a 17. Let me check her pluses. No, she doesn't have any insight. Don't worry about it. I mean, I would assume she does. She's pretty bad fucking ass. No, she doesn't have any insight. 
Okay, Esmeralda. Just Let's see me. here. Just believe me. <laughs> just, just trust me. Insight plus three. <laughs> so she looks at you and kind of looks at Roland, and then looks at you, and then looks at Roland. Kind of like he's 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 fucking with me, right? Oh yeah. I don't no, know. It was just no, one, Roland. Just one more. Roland, this is why I like you. You're a straight shooter. Yes, straight. <laughs> Kinko, we talked about this. Well, I appreciate you too, Esmeralda. You're much more capable <laughs> than any other compatriot I've had on this adventure. Don't get that fat ass on this horse. <laughs> the, the horse next to me. Next to her. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go finish the contract, I suppose. I love you, Roland. <laughs> you're, you're my hero. <laughs> we'll see how I feel if you're on the throes of death. <laughs> Man, these layer on hands would be real helpful for that stab wound. I'll lay on these hands, all right. <laughs> oh, all right. So, um, good people of Wizards of Wine. <clears throat> Sound like you're going Russian for a moment there. I good fucking people. realize that. <laughs> Get on the cart, Mossbeard. Jesus. But, but we need to talk to the good people. Yeah, we gotta go find them. They're in the woods. All right. That's right. They're in the woods. What if they got eaten by tree monsters? As Mossbeard hops in the Oh, we need to go find them. <laughs> hmm. Even more of a reason to go check on them. She looks over at Roland, gives a wink, and goes, Yeah! And then, like, whips the reins on the horses. You all take off into the woods. Uh, to out of the shadows again, the old man kind of creeps out. Hello? He's waving at you guys again. He doesn't think you all see him. Creepy old man. Creepy old man? We old have man. to run away. Old man Jenkins. Alright. Uh, hello there. Oh, yes, yes. It seems that you got the wine out safe and secure. That's great. And you build it. Uh, you cleared it out? Aye. That is amazing. Did, were you able to find the stones? I think the dude had them, right? The main leader, Druid? After no, he did not. It. But he did have a note saying that the stones were at Yesterhill and they were going to uh, basically f take over the winery. Yeah. They left you an IOU that said... Uh, it said, uh, taking stones to Yesterhill, um, won't be returning them, uh, and we're taking over your business. So. Now that they're gone, I... we, uh, can take back our home, regroup, and hopefully make our way back to Yesterhill. I don't know what you're doing after you drop off this wine, but if you could help us, that would be greatly appreciated. Might get drunk. I don't know. 
And we're dropping off wine. <laughs> well, I will make it greatly worth your time. And, you know, you, you guys seem like some pretty cool dudes. Maybe we can hang out after, you know, play some, like, cornhole or, I don't know, like, you want to trade numbers or something? Uh, you ain't worried about me being a Jude? Well, I mean, you seem like a good one. You're 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 not bad for a druid. Damn, Skippy. All right. Anyway, we're gonna go drop off this wine. We may help you with the Esther Hill thing, depending on the depending on what our uh, schedule looks like. Well, don't worry. Um, on your way back, I'll send out word that. You need to make it back to uh, Velaki safe and sound. All right. Uh, as he like takes a step back into the fog and just kind of like disappears. It's kind of creepy. Yeah, what Nobody else getting bad vibes about this. Yeah, I, he said he'd send a letter saying that we need to get back to Velaki safely. Uh, how's he gonna do that? They couldn't even take back the winery. That's kind of what I mean, like. Hmm. Maybe they're in league with the ravens or the crows or whatever the hell Van Richten's after. <laughs> it's the Order of the Raven, god damn it! Thank you, <laughs> thank, you. Right. <laughs> thank you, Esmeralda. She's freaking out on the cart. <laughs> they look like her! And then she points back at uh, Kinku. I think! I'm not entirely sure! I take offense to that. I mean, Kinku is Kinku. Oh, shit. Alright, so. Upon... Your all's drive. Mm -hmm. If you look back at your big map, the big, big old big map, um, it's going to take a while to get back there. Can you all give me a perception check to see if there's anything that's going to cost you on the road or anything you might be su surprised about? I mean, apparently we're going to be safe thanks to these magical wine people. <laughs> magical wine. Uh, I got an 18 for perception. I also got an 18. Mine's cooler. Blend. Well, mine's the much cooler older brother, 19. Oh, shit. He fucking showed you all. Fuck, you were making fun of him earlier. Now he's making fun of you. He made you all look like bitches. A high five rolling. A hand comes down from the sky and just. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! This is the spot that used to be rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just grab Roland, bring him out of uh, Barovia. He wins. He won the game. At last, oh, no me. longer shackled by those imbeciles. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a mop comes out of the sky and just grabs fucking. Mossbeard and takes him off. 
Anyway, back on the road, uh, you all see in front of you where you encountered the witch and uh, Perry Winkle's uncle. I can't remember his fucking name. Baldrith, I think was his name. You, mean- you know, the asshole. Uh, you guys just kind of left their corpses there, and now there are three direwolves just kind of like eating and nipping at their their corpses. Oh, lovely. Taste. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Quick. Keep on rolling. <laughs> Quick, Kinku, puff up and make yourself look big. <laughs> yes. Let me do that. That thing that you said. <laughs> yes. It's the thing that makes yes. sense. <laughs> Should we just go around them? And let just eat and pee. Oh, no, wait. No, I had um the bats take the guy, old man's body back with the dumb dumb nephew. No, you left the old man there. No, I had the bats you take the You took the, the dumbass. Yeah, and the bats took the body to be buried in town. Okay, well, there's still the witchy body there. Well, that's fine. And they're just tearing this bitch apart. Nobody cares about her. She she was an old hag, literally. But they, since there's not enough to go around, they look up with blood on their faces and snarl. Uh, let's see. Uh, Esmeralda, do you want to disperse them for us, please? Uh, I guess. They seem pretty lined up. So, <laughs> give, him a so good, give him a good scare. Out of the woods, you guys are uh, like kind of struck while she's summoning lightning. That's what uh, Esmeralda is about to do. But you start hearing these crow calls as like. 13 fucking crows just start attacking these fucking wolves, like dive bombing them and just like pecking at their eyes and shit. Oh, nice. Yeah, and these dire wolves are like, what the fuck? Ah! <laughs> so, uh, they take off running. As these dire, or as these, it's basically a swarm of ravens are just like fucking them up. Looks like the dieter wolves were already about to getting murdered. <laughs> it's um, not funny. Moss, Mossbeard. It's, it's a murder of crows, buddy. It's a misfortune of ravens. Those are ravens? Yes, they're, they're ravens. They're obviously ravens. Oh. <laughs> You're a misfortune. Ew! <laughs> 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 Mossbeard's getting dunked on on all sides today. I don't know. I think that was towards Esmeralda anyway. No. Oh. <laughs> Damn! Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. All right, let's just drive through them. All right, well, you drive over the body in a couple bumps. Boom, boom. Old Nestor, he just doesn't realize that he's even stepping on anything because he can't see anyway. That poor thing. <laughs> Uh, do, do, do. let me see. Where is my fucking page? I want to be on this one. Great. All right. Uh, you all get to the gates of Velaki. Uh, it's 
more overcast than usual. And uh, at the gates, they kind of level their spears at you. Halt! Who's coming in? Uh, Wizards of Wine Winery making a delivery. I don't really recognize you from the... You're not the usual people. Aye. Did y'all see the information sign over here? Looks at the information sign. It's the same one from the other side where you have to, like, pull on it and it sings a little song. Look, man, we've been through this before. We don't want to really do it again. I mean, so you know the rules, right? Yes, we know the rules. Don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. And say this name instead of that name. And so do I. (laughs) So he's like, oh, oh, okay, I, I guess you know what you're doing. So they open the gates. No funny business. And he points at uh, Kinku. Why am I getting pointed out? <laughs> I don't know, but he just does that. Because you're a mischievous no funny message. <laughs> Flick him off. <laughs> he, f- he flicks off uh, Roland instead of you. What? <laughs> Excuse me, sir, but that was really uncalled for. I don't know what has brought this hostility against me, but... I'm, this, I'm, this sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm getting up there. If you're going to act like this. I mean, is there someone I can talk to? I'm getting up there in age, and, like, I, I thought you were the one that flicked me off. I'm sorry. Was it you? And he flicks off uh, Mossbeard instead. I think he's just racist. Mm. <laughs> Terrible things we have to deal with these days. Anyway. All right, as you all... Make your way back to the Blue Water Inn with your three casts of wine. Mm-hmm. As you guys walk in, Erwin is like, Oh my goodness, you've, you've made it back just in time. Um, we only have a few hours to get everything ready for the Festival of the Blazing Sun. Praise the Burgermeister. All right, that was a... Erg. And... May I suggest, as he reaches underneath the counter and looks shady both ways, and pulls out this really, it's like a a diamond glass bottle of this champagne. May I suggest we, uh, you all hold off on this until the festivities tomorrow, because you would not want to be, uh, when the Burgermeister does his big speech and his toast for the whole city, I do not think that you all should stoop as low to drink our fine but underwhelming grape mash number nine. Is anybody going to take this? I take it. Okay. What was okay. it again? Grape it mash is number nine? A, no, no, no. Grape mash number nine is what was in the cask. It's basically like their regular ass shit. Um, but this is Champagne de la Stomp. Champagne de la Stomp. Champagne de la Stomp. Okay. And he said to hold off until... Yeah, he's basically saying, you guys did such a good job. Tomorrow, I'm recommending you drink this then as a celebration, rather than... Because the Burgermeister, apparently, as, um, like, his speech, he has everybody raise a glass to him and Velaki as a whole, as everybody just kind of, like, cheers 
Okay. Yay. He's like, don't stoop down to the commoner level. You all deserve this. Because you basically saved the festival. Woo. And this man's head. Okay. Let's move out. Um, it's getting later at night. Um, the clouds, the cloud cover, like I told you all, it, it's always cloudy here. But it's just seeming like it's becoming more and more cloudy. Um, it starts a light drizzle outside esmeralda makes her way up to um the top of the stairs where van richten's room is um what would you like to do uh it's getting later at night you all have a room here uh you haven't seen van richten yet but esmeralda went and notified him of your all's successful journey um irena you haven't seen her yet but last you heard she was staying in the hotel with Van Richten, but Isaac Stranzi was going to be keeping an eye on her. I see. Yeah, I was basically and taking a nap this whole time. Is Marcus here too? Do I need to explain who Ismark is again? No, the Burgermeister? No, no, no. Of, uh... Yeah, the, well, the, yeah, her, the brother. Barovia. Yeah. Okay, what would you all like to do? I mean, I was just basically taking a nap this whole time before the festivities occurred. Uh, how long? You said we got like three, few hours, just a couple. Yeah, you got you got a few hours to spare. Uh, is any shops around open that I could go check and dump all this loot that I don't want to hold on to? Yeah. That's right. Roland didn't shake down his pants. I don't wear pants. <laughs> oh shit! He's Donald Duck in this shit. Donald Duck in this shit. Yeah, there's a uh, a general store here that you can buy and sell all of your goods. Okay. Uh, unlike the other store, the one in Barovia, this guy doesn't price gouge you at all. That's good. So uh, he would give you what everything that you own is worth. Okay, so let me just double check what I've got here. Keeping, keeping. Uh, I have this jewelry box that's 250 gold. And then I have the six. And then I do have like these, it says six jewelry, 50 gold. So I'm guessing, is it, I'm betting that's, I don't know if that's each, but I'm just going to say together it's worth 50 gold because I didn't put each. Uh, so that's 300. I'm keeping that unbreakable vial because it's mine. Uh, I'm keeping that gold locket because I'm curious about the picture. Uh, and then I got those, that pouch of gems, 50 gold each. So there's five of them. Five times five is so 250. Yeah, I mean, you guys are rolling in the cash right now. Um, and this dude does have fully stocked wares, and so anything that you wanted to buy in the player's handbook, he has. 250, 350, okay. His name's James. James the Salesman. What's our rest status? Um, I would say that you've had... So it was a couple hours. So uh, uh, enough for a short rest. 
right, there's it's that. not it's not eight hours to get from the Wizards of the Wand to Vlocky. You know? Mm. I'm sorry, Daniel. I don't write the rules, bruh. Alright, did you get all your points worked out? Yep, I just sold stuff and didn't buy anything. Yay. Does are you going to uh I was going to say if you wanted to buy any gifts for anyone. There is the toy maker in town as well, if that's something you're interested in. I just didn't want you to forget about him. Oh, you mean the guy that we uh... got the weird doll from? Yeah. Yeah. And no. No. Uh, I'm selling my... Uh... Hmm... Would somebody want to buy a Strahd rug? That's the real question. <laughs> Not in this town, big guy. Yeah, I figured. That's unfortunate. I have to go. To the yeah, next maybe town. maybe the, they would be really excited if you brought it out at the festival of the blazing blazing sun and burnt it. <laughs> yeah, they'll pay me seven hundred fifty gold pieces for it. I don't know, but they might get a good laugh. Uh, that's what I'll tell the shopkeeper. I'll be like, all right, listen here. I have something that you could really get on the Burgermeister's good side for. Go on. Something that you can burn at the festival. And get a heavy reputation of being the best store owner in the town. Okay. A rug with Strahd's very visage on it. Whoa, 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 uh, the, buddy. The man, the, I mean the man that... that shall be named. <laughs> demon. You're going to come in here. The demon. Trying to pimp out a rug with the devil's digits on it. Mm -hmm. That you. Where'd you get this in the first place? I stole it from him. From him? My. Roll of persuasion. Persuasion is going to be a 19. Bro, you're going to be mad. Why? I just rolled a natural 20. What does that mean? I'm just trying <laughs> to persuade him. What are you trying to do here? To see through your bullshit. Oh, I'm deceiving him then. That's deception, bud. Well, I mean, like, it's just so hard to believe that you... Then with deception, Stole it from Strahd himself. Then with deception, I got a twenty-four. It, does, nope. it doesn't matter. He got a natural oh twenty. Oh my god, you're one of those people. A natural twenty is a natural twenty. Mm. You gonna argue with the DM? Yeah, Brennan. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> you're just being so quiet. I had to say something. Okay, calm down, buddy. First off, you come in my store mm -hmm. saying the devil's name. No, I, I can be that. guilty by association. I didn't All right? do that. Then you're pimping a rug with his face on it. Now, I don't want any trouble. To get burned. So I would rather you just take it out of here. I won't say anything to the Burgermeister or the authorities. But you show that to the wrong person, they might turn you in. Yeah, whatever. Mossbeard leaves. <laughs> Sad. Kicks a couple rocks. Roland, is there anything you would like to do? 
I don't need anything. I'm fine. Okay. So. You guys hear the church bells start to ring. They start, like, signifying something. Everybody starts coming out of their homes. And they're all starting to, like, pile up on the main stretch of road through Velaki. The light drizzle has started to turn into a pretty heavy downpour. Um, you guys are kind of huddled together. Uh, Esmeralda, or not, yeah, Esmeralda, Van Richten, they've kind of worked their way up to you guys. Basically, all the hits are here right next to you. You got um, Irina. You got Ismark. Ismark is looking a lot better than he was last time you saw him, because he looked pretty fucked up. You got Isaac. He's kind of uh, standing a little bit back, but he's still watching. You know he's being a creeper. Uh, the bar owners of the Blue Water Inn are passing out cups with the purple grape mash in them to everyone in the city. You see that they have like all three casks just lined up and they're just pouring drinks and passing them down the line. You guys have your cups with purple grape mash, but you know that the guy's like, hey, pour that shit out and pour you some good shit. Yeah. Would you be sharing? What? I mean, with Esmeralda, sure, because we earned that shit. Uh, so who would be who who would be sharing with Tech? Is who I'm curious about. Who? So Basically you said the who, only. So who was around us again? So you have Esmeralda, Van Richten, Irina, Ismark are the four other people that you guys are really acquainted with. And you would have enough wine to fill everybody's cup up once. He was kind of like, you guys stingy. So like, King is kind of like, why not share with them? We have enough. I mean. Just for paranoia, I want to cast Purify Food and Drink on the bottle first. Nice. All right. So, under threatening skies, a parade of unhappy children dressed as flowers trudge through these muddy, muddy streets. Leading the way for a group of sorry-looking men and women carrying a 10-foot diameter wicker ball to this platform. Upon the platform you see that there's these donkey-headed people in those uh, cascades. And and they place this ball behind them. Behind them, you see the Burgermeister and his smiling wife upon two glorious white horses who are slowly but steadily turning brown because of the mud. They hold a... She holds a sad bouquet of wilting flowers following the procession. 
as weary spectators watch on from their stoops, the streets, they all have their cups in hand. The ball is born to town square and set down behind those people. There it is, hoisting and hung from a 15-foot-high wooden scaffolding, and town folks take turns splashing oil on it. So just everybody that's kind of up close, say it's it looks like the, the New York ball as it's about to drop on New Year's. Mm-hmm. And all all the people that are close enough to it are just taking like these cat these things of oil and throwing up on it. Before the wicker sun can be set ablaze, the sky tears open with a crackle of thunder, and I mean, it just fucking starts coming down. The burgermeister gets off of his horse, helps his woman down, and he puts his arms up in the air as, I mean, his hair's in his face. He had makeup on to make his eyes pop like firecrackers, but it's all running down now, all the mascara. Looks like a beaten down whore. And he says, all will be well. All will be well, my children. He brandishes a uh, torch. And before he lights it, he says, raise your glasses, one and all. For this is the day of the burning sun. Today's the day that we spit in the face of the devil himself. For a hundred years have passed, to no avail has he dared set foot on our ground. And the reasoning behind this is because of matters like these. May we have festivals, joy, happiness for a hundred more years. I get, uh, raise my other hand in toast to all of you fine people here. And uh, everyone else raises their glasses and puts it back. Are you all going to do the same? I'll drink our wine. So he, after chugging his wine, he lights his sputtering torch because the rain is coming down so hard. It does not want to stay lit. And uh, he marches defiantly through the rain towards the wicker bar, uh, wicker ball, sorry. And as he goes to put his torch to the ball, the torch sputters out. In the background, you hear everyone turns to see where that cough comes from, and it's a guard. The um, Burgermeister turns with fury in his eyes and says, arrest that naysayer now. (laughs) The other guards turn and say, sorry, brother, and kind of like grab him, and they put him in shackles. on his legs and his arms. So, give me another torch! Another torch! So, one of, another person runs up, a small boy, and he hands him a torch. And uh, before it goes out, he forces it in. The ball catches a blaze, and it is burning super bright. And he says, See? Even the gods could not stop us from celebrating this day. And all naysayers be warned, I will show you what happens when you disrupt 
what we do here. Bring him here to my horse. And you see them shackle him up against his horse. And he gets pulled taut and falls down on the ground. It looks like the Burgermeister is about to ride his horse through the streets with this man tied to the back of it. I think we might need to intervene here, guys. Roll me perceptions. Fifteen. Sixteen. Sorry, one sec. It's a weird dice roll. Uh, mine's actually a twenty. So, um, all of you see this. Roland, you see a little bit more. You all see a raven come flying in overhead through the town into a uh, back alley. Uh, Roland, you actually see this raven as it flies through the alley transform into a man. And you see the old man and he uh, comes hobbling out. Wait, wait! Around you, everyone starts to get sick. And they start heavily throwing up. Oh. Oh. You know, it's probably a good thing we shared our wine with our friends. Thought as much. No, it was the wine at the winery. They poisoned the whole lot. Well, uh, Mossberry's just going to kind of watch this display happen. No! No! Save the children! We need a cleric! You see the old man, and he is just trying to get anyone he can to try to save as many people as he can to no avail. As you see person after person, they just start throwing up, uh, passing out on the streets as this rain just pours and covers everyone in mud, water, throw up. It's a horrible sight to see. Uh, Roland, do you, as you all can do anything? Not at this scale, no. Now, Roland, there's one other thing you see. Off in the distance, on the wall of the city, you can see a finely dressed man sitting with one leg over the other, a wine glass in his hand, and he has the biggest smile on his face. I just want to stare him down. I don't even want to let everybody know he's there. Just Actually, about if you could give me an exact number, how far is this? It's because you rolled a natural 20, or not a natural 20, but you got a 20 on your perception. He's really far away. Like, uh, it was more like you were looking around, looking at the chaos unfold, and you just noticed that there that's odd. There shouldn't be somebody sitting up there like that. And it's pretty far away, and you just see that there is a man sitting up there. Well, fuck. Mossbeard will walk up to the Raven Man. What did you do? I didn't do anything. I tried to warn everyone. When we went back to the, uh, the winery, we noticed that the the casks when we opened them they were poisoned 
we checked one of the druids that was in the main room with all of the other wine, and he had poison in his pockets. Did you all not check to see if they were poisoning the casks? We checked all their pockets. You didn't check that guy. Kinku did. I wasn't there. Kinku didn't. You shot Kinku him. Kinku didn't search anyone. He shot him, but he didn't check his pocket. Yeah. Kinku always checks people's pockets. I didn't check anyone's pockets. God, I don't know what you're talking about. Not today. Mm. We're not experts on wine, friend. Additionally, we only knew they took over the area, not what they were doing. Oh. He, he just gets down on his on his knees and just starts weeping because he feels like it's his fault. It is, but you know. <laughs> and like, like Joe Exotic, he says, "I'm never going to financially recover from this." <laughs> Shit. Um. Mossbeard just looks at out over everyone. Well, the protections of the city are still in place, but not much of a city left, <laughs> is there? Say, so who's going to be protecting them? There's no, there's probably no one left. Well, um, we can't rightly leave these people laying here. You look for the gravedigger, and he's dying. <laughs> the guy, the guy that you all hit in the head with a shovel. Okay, Roland, you can save this guy. I can cry with your lay on hands. Remove poison and stuff. Five hit points. Yeah, from your pool. Just select as many people. Bother. Many, hang on, I have to see how many I have. So I want it to be known that this is a mandatory event. Anytime that you all saw the uh, signs, it said attendance is required by men, women, and children. So everyone in town is here. Yeah, the Burgermeister really fucked this one up. Okay, I got enough for one person. Are you sure you want it to be him? Because we don't have a lot of time. Cleric, maybe? Preacher at the church. Yeah, so well, like How do you only have five left? Actually the hall and this is a real important question. How do you only have five left? We haven't had a long rest and we all kinda got our teeth knocked around with the druid fight. Nah, right, right, right. Alright. Save the preacher, he can save the save the pe preacher, he can save as many as people as he can. Uh do we know where he's at? He is probably closer to the church, if anything. Mandatory event. Uh, Mall Spirit is going to summon out... Um, summon out... Two dire wolves? Yeah, two dire wolves to go and find the uh, grab the preacher. All right. Sniffing so, uh, your dire wolves are sniffing around and... They find him and they pick him up and you just see him getting drug across uh, across the ground all the way back to you guys. Um, I will say you all rolled high enough perception checks as you all look upon this scene with horror and you see several more of these ravens come flying in. Um, nobody but Roland has seen them transform, mm -hmm. but um, 
there are a couple people, a couple more hands to help you um, with the body. Um, But yeah, the wolves are going to bring up the preacher to Roland for him to do his lay on hand stuff. And that will be the one person I can help today. So, what's it look like whenever you, like, I know what it looks like when you do lay on hands, because it's kind of, basically, you're touching them, holy light goes into them, but what does it look like when you're taking poison out of a body? Uh, In this case, I will grab him by the neck and hold him up and get the poison out and just watch him kneel over and vomit. Jesus Christ. That sounds so vicious. I'm going to hold him up. I'm going to choke slam him. Has anybody seen uh, <laughs> semi-pro? I'm going to punch him in the gut really hard until he throws <laughs> yes, up. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so you see him and he gets down on the ground on all fours and just <laughs> just lets it all out and stands up and looks around in the chaos that's unfolding as you have maybe 20 people that aren't affected by this. I mean, there's eight of you all and then what the old man brought back um, and they are just trying to triage the situation. Like, Mm -hmm. who do you save in this situation? Do you save the children and not save any adults? But if you save the children, who are going to watch after the children? So they just are kind of at a loss to who and what to save. Well, we saved the father to at least help out on the situation as much as he can using his holy power, whatever he has in, available to him. And from there, just try to make people throw up, maybe. So, um... I know it sounds a little vicious, but just Give like, me... Like, kind of using, like, charcoal mixes that, like, give, hospitals use and such. Give me a D100 roll. Alright, uh, me, here we go. Uh, it's a nine. it's a, yeah, it's a 90. 90? So, I don't know who all is, like, stepping up to the plate. But you guys are able to save about 90 people. Yeah. Moss Beard is like using good berries for like the serious cases to like shove that extra nutrients into their body to like try and help counteract best he can and whatever he can to do. But overall, this town has been decimated by this poison. I'm not saving the shopkeeper. He gets to die. Out of spite. The do- the di- one of the dire wolves drag him a- into a hidden corner. <laughs> Nobody saved Gerald. He was an asshole. <laughs> he rolled a natural 20. That's the way of the world. Piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, 90 people, huh? That's all you're able to save. Shit. You see that the old man is is hugging or basically being held up by Erwin, the barkeep. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like they didn't either ingest the poison or something's going on with that. 
he had his own special stock too, I'd say. But we'll question him on that. This what would you all like to? What would you all like to do now? Mossbeard looks to Roland and Kinku. This isn't our fault, is it? I don't think either of us can answer that. We, we did the job, we brought the wine, but I, I wasn't expecting this. If it makes you feel better, blame the druids. They poisoned it. But to witness... Best, but the best not to think about it. But What's happened has happened. It's a tragedy. But there's nothing we can do. But to witness my own do such atrocities. Just, I suppose it reminds me that we're in a really messed up place and people are willing to do such horrible things. We need to get rid of the Baltis. Good luck. We have to... Well, Mossbeard points at the fire. We have a pyre right here. Oh, you. I'm not dirtying my hands with the dead. I've already gotten enough on, on my feathers. Let's see. Uh, Burgermeister's dead, right? Oh, yeah. All right, Mossbeard's going to use that one effect that he has um, where he can raise zombies as a reaction. Right. So he's there's going, four druid. Yeah, yeah. he's going to start uh, turning the Burgermeister and his wife into zombies and other uh, shady various people so that they can help with the body. Um, dispensing and everything because one how many people live in this town there are I'd probably say maybe 500 600 people yeah um, or more yeah so um, and we only got 90 well, we did our I, I've luckily rolled pretty high on the D100, so... Yeah, you did. That. You rolled really well for it. Um, but yeah, having the zombies um, organize the bodies, um, have, like, maybe the 90 people who survived identify who was who, you know? To figure out that sort of thing. Right. And then um, dispense the body upon the pyre. Because, one, you're going to have an issue of disease spreading rampant. There's probably not enough gravestones or graveyard to take this many bodies at once. And plus, this is... I, even though the protection is still up of the town, the potential of these bodies coming back to life is actually very high. Especially because I just did it. <laughs> so, yeah. 
That's what Mossbeard's doing. I want to go see if I can find that man on the wall. So, uh, you said that you were, like, staring him down. And this this similar thing happened to uh, Mossbeard whenever you all um, fought the vampires in the city at the uh, co- uh, coffin maker's house. Mm-hmm. You see a flash of lightning, and in that bright lightning, he's gone. Uh, don't go and try and find him. Okay, okay on your mind. Or, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna. When this wraps up, we need to have a talk with the old man. Kinku, what's on your plate? Well, Kinku being Kinku, trying not to really think about it, before the bodies are being thrown on the fire, she's uh, browsing over them, seeing if there's anything of worth. <laughs> I love it. They're not, they don't need it anymore. You're right. Taking up a collection, the Kinku Fund. Uh... I would say that between like trinkets and gold and all kinds of stuff, you probably get about fifteen hundred gold worth of stuff. Jeez. I'll just put that as fifteen hundred gold. So we'll just say it got sold at one point because that would be a pain in the ass to go through all that. Yeah. All right. Um. Before we wrap up, would you like to uh, talk to these people? Oh. What do you fucking say? Does that 1500 also include the Burgermeister's jewelry? And such? Uh, I'm going to yeah, say he does. Probably. That's a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, old man. Say what you gotta say, get it over with. This has been a terrible day. I'll let Roland take the lead on this. I saw you when you got here. Go on. An explanation would be nice. Because otherwise we have people that are actively hunting your group. So, me and my family have been cursed with lycanthropy. But it's not like the other lycanthropes in this realm. We don't lose control. We uh, turn into ravens. So making the best out of a bad situation, that's what we did. And the curse has been passed on from father to son, from son to granddaughter, and so on. We have eyes and ears across the land of Barovia. Although our reach is broad, 
we don't have the power to stop everything. As you can tell, we weren't even able to stop this. But I plan on getting at least some pittance by taking the fight back to those bastards that poisoned the well and showing them what the true face of God looks like and his name is not Strahd. Okay. This this town here, it still has its protection. So we can utilize it as a sort of base for ourselves to plan our attack best we can. Go out far and wide. I'll tell you this now. You have allies in unexplored regions. To the north, there's a wizard of crazy capabilities. My. He fought Strahd once. Yet I fear he's too scared to fight him again. To the west, farther south, there's an old spirit of a dragon it's got a bone to pick with the leader of this domain and you would be surprised the enemies that Strahd has had throughout the years unfortunately nobody's ever been able to band them together and make a strong enough force to take the fight to him Well, I think I want to try. I. After today, this atrocity, I think we can really work together and give it a shot. It's time we end this once and for all and get rid of this bastard. First, uh, first things first, we organize the town, what remains of it. We rest, but it is necessary. And we plan in the morn. That's my thoughts on it. We got a lot of work to do. And with that, I think it is the perfect place for us to stop for the night. Mm. Uh, yep. Yeah, at bedtime, it's shutdown up. <laughs> so I'm curious, like, is can you avoid everyone dying like that if you would have checked for the uh, poison, I'm assuming? I'd say so. <laughs> I feel like it would still happen, but maybe lesser. Yeah. I don't know why we didn't think to check for poison, honestly. 
the rogue wasn't here. We weren't here, and I looked for traps, so why would we think to look for anything else? Yeah, true enough. And you've killed Hunter. <laughs> I didn't kill anyone. Don't blame me for shit. It's Just because I decided anyway. not to pick someone's pockets. Yeah, the one time you decide not to loot the body, everyone it's not, dies. It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, if you all check the 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 casts, you would have found out that they were poisoned. That dude did have poison on him. Um, then uh, there there are several different things that could have happened in the town of Blocky. Mm-hmm. Hey, okay. Uh, but uh, this is just one of many. Uh, you all, the coolest one that I thought you guys avoided. And I'm kind of upset that didn't happen. But anyway, let's get your testimonies. And what do you all think about the Curse of Strahd books? Consequences. It lets a whole town die. <laughs> Remember, kids, check everything. Everything. It's all, all poisoned. Right. <laughs> Everything's poisoned. All right. So uh, if you want to play Barovia like us, you should pick up a Curse of Strahd book. And I'm going to recommend picking up the Van Richten's Guide to Barovia. Um, it's got a lot of extra stuff that's not in the Curse of Strahd book. And it's so nice, you'll probably read it twice. Or at least they made two books about this. So uh, it's I want to say thank you to Ben, Brennan, and Daniel for being my guests today. I know we kind of left on a somber note, but that's that's Barovia. Yeah. Do we get experience for each person that time? Uh, I, I will say that you all leveled up. I know that's really dark humor, but... Dark humor is I got a whole bunch of gold, but no one to spend it on. Yeah. <laughs> got all this money. Got all this money, can't spend it. Oh, so we're going to level seven though. Yeah, yeah, you guys can level up. Away. All right, we'll catch you next time on Barovia. Bye bye. Goodbye. Hell out of here.